Welcome to the Queen of Hearts podcast, your destination to help you create more confidence, more clarity, and more connection in all areas of your life and relationships. I'm your host, Amy Martin. Thank you so much for tuning in, and let's begin. Hello, friend, and welcome to another episode of the Queen of Hearts podcast. My name is Amy, and I am a life and relationship coach. And today, I am very excited to be speaking with you about money. Money, money, money. When I say money, what are the thoughts and feelings that come up for you? Is money an abundant resource? Is it something that you feel like you never have enough of? Do you feel guilt around money? Do you feel shame around money? Do you feel excitement around money? So money is one of those polarizing things that can really bring up a lot of emotions. So I wanted to talk with you today about money and how you can tell if you are out of alignment with the way that you are spending your money, and if so, how you can start there to begin and heal uh, your relationship with money so that you can have a great relationship with it. Because after all, we are in relationship with money, whether or not we want to uh, accept that or deny that, Uh, It's just the truth. We're in relationship with money, just like we're in relationship with ourselves, just like we're in relationship uh, with a significant other. We are also in relationship with money. And as such, like I said, we have certain thoughts and feelings that will come up. And so today, again, like I said, we're going to be talking about uh, values what you value and how that can illuminate uh, your spending habits and how you can start to change those habits around in a way that serves you so that you are in great relationship with your money. So personally, I have had a tumultuous relationship um, up until recently with money. It was something that I could never quite seem to figure out Um, But truth be told, I also didn't spend a lot of time thinking about it aside from worrying about it. And once I started to consciously think about my money and face it and uh, begin making new decisions based on the awareness that I developed is when my relationship with money really started to improve. And, uh, And that is the information that I really want to pass on to you. Uh, in hopes that it also will help you too. So you want to start with, again, gaining an awareness because any transformation uh, starts with honesty. And transformation is uh, a very specific process. Um, And the first step is always honesty and gaining an awareness of yourself uh, through looking at yourself honestly. So how do we do that with money? One of the ways that you can do it is to go through your bank statements 
And I'm not just talking about how much you have and you don't have, because that's actually something um, that you may have to do as well, if that's something that you've been avoiding. I went through a time in my life where I really avoided looking at my bank statements. Um, there was a time where I was negative after negative after negative, and uh, overdrafts is what I mean. And I was in the red, and that was a very... A difficult time and I was crippled with worry and fear um, and the first thing that you can really do uh, is to face whatever that number is that you have in your bank account and once you have come to grips with what is there or what is not there you want to look at that money from a very neutral place. And I know that can be very difficult, especially if you have a lot of thoughts and emotions about money. Um, and if, you know, and if it is to the point where you feel very overwhelmed when you think about it, um, and uh, you want to work through those emotions, again, I'm a coach and I help uh, people work through those emotions. Um, and those thoughts as well, and any limiting beliefs that you might have around money. Uh, but if you have those emotions come up, you're going to want to work through those emotions. Um, again, you can do things like guided meditations. Um, you can also do affirmations. And affirmations are really uh, the most effective uh, once you have done some clearing um, internally uh, of these, these emotions and these thoughts uh, that you have. Uh, but once you have uh, cleared some of the uh, high level of uh, energy around, and when I say high, I mean like the when you can feel it in your side, your emotions are, are very fast moving inside of your body. Even if you can't completely neutralize them, you want to bring back some of that uh, intensity, uh, because the intensity is what is going to keep you from wanting to continue to face uh, the truth of your situation. So once you have gone and uh, done a bit of neutralizing, um, and you feel ready to look at your transaction statements within your bank statement, then you can go through and you can look at how much you have been spending. And it's not so much the, the amount that matters. Uh, awareness of the amount is also good and important. But you want to look at the categories. What are the categories that you have been spending your money in? And start to go through and each transaction, list them out. And you can do this whether it's in uh, like an office document or you can write them down in a notebook. Um, but you want to list down the categories in which you have been spending your money. And it might be on eating out. It might be on travel. It might be on groceries. It might be on... Um, Man, there are so many different areas in which you can spend money. You can spend money on decor. You can spend money on self-care, on necessities, on rent. All of these different categories in which you spend your money. And once you have done that, you can take a good sober look at the categories and go, Oh, I spend the most money in this area. I spend the most money in that area. And... It can start to show you what it is that you truly 
value and where your energy has been going because money is only energy, right? Money is an exchange uh, of value between um, person to person or person to uh, like a business, right? Where you uh, give value and you receive value uh, in exchange for money. So the importance of knowing your categories is that your categories represent the things that you value. And when you look through the things that you value, it you can start to see if that's really in alignment with what you feel you actually value. So for instance, if you're spending a lot of money on eating out, but inside what you really value is health and wellness, and you notice you've been spending a lot of money uh, eating fast food, it's not a judgment. It's just an awareness, right? You, you can look at it objectively and go, oh, I see where I've been spending my money. And it, that's not in alignment really with what I truly want and desire for my life. And so from that standpoint, you can start making changes. And so if it's travel, for instance, and what you really value is travel, but you've, spending, you've been spending a lot of your money on clothing, right? And you go, oh, I can actually start putting a cap on the amount of money I'm spending on clothing and start to set aside money little by little to add up to my travel goals. And if you also have trouble with the idea or the concept of little by little um, adding up, uh, and when I say trouble with it, I mean um, it's it's difficult to stay consistent, it's difficult to uh, remain uh, hopeful or uh, at the steering wheel, right? Feeling like you're driving toward your goals and, and that you're actually going to reach them. So if those are things that you struggle with, uh, there might be some deeper, uh, you know, inner workings that you have to work through. But, and we can work through those as well. Um, but otherwise, just by taking these steps, you will start to gain an awareness of what it is that you value. And if you notice that where you've been spending your money is primarily on survival necess- necessities uh, like rent and uh, utility bills, your cell phone bill, things like that, and there never seems to be enough money left over for you to have any of the things that you want, then there are two things that you can do. One is up your earning. Go out and uh, find uh, things that you can do to add value to others uh, in exchange for money. Um, you, you can also call that a second job if you'd like <laughs> or a side hustle. But what it really is is adding value, right? Because um, mowing a lawn adds value to someone. Uh, creating a uh, marketing plan for someone, uh, that adds value. Being able to deliver something, that adds value. So just think about, you know, what you can value, what value you can add to others. And as a bonus, you can actually take a look at what you value and that might give you a hint 
uh, going through your categories of like where you like to spend your time and what it is that you like to do. And that might give you a hint as to what you can share with other people and how that could potentially bring in more income for you. So the second is uh, to start either uh, making adjustments to uh, your survival necessities and needs. So if it's rent and you're paying way too much in rent, uh, then it's, you know, and too much is subjective, right? It's dependent on your situation. But going, you know, maybe I would be able to live a better quality of life overall if I decided to, um, you know, go from a two-bedroom to a one-bedroom or from a one-bedroom to a studio for, or from a studio to having a roommate, right? Asking yourself these difficult questions, um, you know, and if you have uh, two cars, maybe you can ha- go and uh, downsize to one car. Uh, maybe one person can ride a bike. Um, and maybe some of those things are unrealistic for you and that's okay. These are just um, ideas, but getting creative and, you know, where it is that you could potentially make some adjustments. Um, but if the adjustments seem like they're too much, then maybe going out and um, adding value in a different way, uh, temporarily even for a while uh, to to bring in that extra income um, can be, you know, uh, useful and, and good for you. So, The last thing that I really wanted to mention, um, you know, about the survival aspect is that it's, I find that it's very unfortunate that, um, you know, in our school system, it's just not something that's taught money, right? Money is something that is this taboo thing. And uh, even along with uh, relationships or, or even dating to an aspect, um, and health, whether it's mental health, emotional health, physical health, there's this taboo around talking about it. And I really want to make it um, accessible, you know, to have this education and to have this knowledge and to um, really equip yourself so that you can lead yourself. And in school, I think that the, the reason that this is I mean, there's a lot of layers to it, but let's just talk on the very sort of surface level. Um, You know, school is a place where we're often taught skills and skills uh, give us the ability to add value to the lives of others. And like I um, mentioned, when we add value, we're able to exchange that for money. And the assumption is really that we are already in thrive mode. We have exited survive mode and we've entered uh, survive, or entered thrive mode when the reality is so many of us go into adulthood without ever having these examples or any of this stuff taught to us um, by our parents or our caregivers, um, you know, or like I said, the, the education system, the school system. So, you know, again, it's not to um, dwell on, uh, really, aside to have an awareness and then to start make a, making, and to start making a change. Um, and if you grew up in a school uh, where these, where this information about money, relationships, health, mental, emotional, otherwise was taught, 
then, uh, you know, I would love to hear about that system or the school system that you were in or that you've become aware of, because I think those are great examples uh, for generations uh, moving forward. Um, and I'd love to, to learn more about them as well. And in the meantime, as adults, right, being able to educate ourselves on these things allows ourselves to then lead ourselves. And when we can lead ourselves, we can lead uh, our children well, and we can help, uh, you know, lead the others in our lives, um, you know, if they're so inclined and if they want to uh, learn about these things and they struggle with these things. So uh, that is uh, what I wanted to talk with you about today. Um, you know, it is a dipping our toe into the subject of money and uh, it's become one of my favorite things uh, from being one of the things I dreaded the most uh, and, and didn't want to face those negative balances um, to, you know, being able to manage my money, our money really well and have those conversations um, and you don't have to scream and have conversations about money if that's something that you're dealing with in your relationship. You know, trust me, I've been through that as well. But you can set up systems um, in which your uh, financial uh, life and your financial health can improve. I am no financial advisor and, you know, I want to add that disclaimer, uh, but I can share what it is that's worked for me on a personal finance level, and I hope that it helps you or has helped you uh, through this conversation. So thank you again, as always, for hanging out with me today, for spending your valuable time with me. Uh, if you found this episode helpful, I would love if you shared it, and I will see you in the next uh, episode. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you loved what you heard today, I would love it if you shared it with a friend. If you're looking for more content related to confidence and relationships, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Amy Martin Love, and I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode.